this might be the last thing you hear in 2018. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And that sounded a little bit ominous, and it, that wasn't my intention. But this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like urban legends. The fleeting moments we have left in 2018, if you're listening to this on Monday. Very macabre. It's just because of the new year, not because we think you're going to die. Or we're going to pass away. Or we're going to pass away. (laughs) We've talked about cryptozoology. We have. We've talked at length about uh, spirits. Uh, You talk about aliens a lot. I'm not this week. Well, only for 20 seconds or so. We talk about anything spooky or spooky related. Mm -hmm. We sure do. Each week, except for last week because it was the holidays and Lindsay and I spent some time with our families, Lindsay and I research a topic separately from one another. Lindsay will go to the North Pole and visit Santa. I'll go to the South Pole and visit Krampus. And then we (laughs) reconvene here in our house directly in between the North and the South Pole, which ends up being really cool. And then we discuss what we've researched, quote unquote, with each and every one of you and each other for the very first time in the history of time right which side note who's scarier santa or krampus santa yeah because i feel like you know a jolly old man Mm -hmm. living Uh, in solitude with a bunch of little worker helpers worker helpers you don't hear much from his wife no you really don't like he is just a recipe for like he is gonna be a madman he's Mm. gonna freak out and like murder everyone okay on earth or in the North Pole. In the North Pole. Or sorry, on the North Pole. Inside Santa's workshop. Yeah. Wait, yes to yes to both of those. <laughs> yeah. Like Krampus is just, he is who he is. He's just crabby. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like people. Well, I just don't think that Krampus likes bad people, right? Because isn't it if but you're- he steals children. Yeah, but if they're bad. I think it's if they're bad. Which most, I mean, most children are bad. Well, think about it. <laughs> Before you have a couple kids- you know, you a lot of people sit and they think like, okay, where are we financially? Are we in the house we want to be in? Are we are we settled? Are we going to be settled for a long enough time? But a lot of people don't think of, okay, what if Krampus steals our children? Is that a risk we're willing to take? Right. You have to prepare yourself for that. Now that's why I think that our parents were a little bit careless because they're like, well, it's okay if Krampus steals them, then we'll just make a new one. Yeah, but we're we'll we'll build a new one. Out of sugar and spice and everything nice. (laughs) Uh, But no, Santa is much creepier because Santa does come into your house. Everyone's house worldwide, well, if you believe in Santa, will slide into your DMs or into your house through your chimney. Krampus just gets you and hits you with a stick, puts you in his Krampus pouch if you're bad. And I think that's fine because maybe you deserve it. Well, and Santa knows what you want. It's kind of like that weird thing when you're talking about something and then you see an ad for it on Instagram. Yeah. Like Like that's Santa. A few weeks ago, we were talking while we were recording our show, we were talking about guts. And then you saw, yeah, oh yeah, not just blood and guts. And when have you like seen an advertisement for Nickelodeon's Global Guts? Probably never since the game came out or the the TV show was in syndication. Yeah, and we were talking about it, and then an ad came up on my Instagram. That's creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. And it was a picture. I, I, I realize now in the episode I said the Astro Crag, but I got a text from our friend 
Justin saying that it is, in fact, the aggro crag. The aggro crag, yeah. Yeah, not the astro crag. No. Molly! Well, Molly was obviously mad that you said astro crag and not aggro crag. Yes, correct. And If you I... didn't hear her barking in the background. <laughs> and another spooky part of our show is editing. And I took out, I because I felt like it was probably better for the human race, I edited out the part where Molly literally said in human English back to me, I'm sorry. But I felt like that might just be too much for the world to handle right now. And what a, what a funny place for that to occur on our ghost podcast. Right. Uh, that's just a little bit too much responsibility, I think. Well, last week, I know that I did a few stories, one including that dirty old rat boat that's floating around. Yeah, yeah. And our friend Amy and previous Molly Monster giveaway winner does own two rats. I know. She posted a photo of her rats. I wonder if her rats were listening and they were like, oh, we know rat boat. Oh, yeah, rat boat. <laughs> but what else? You you talked about a rat boat. Yes. And then I forget what else. And then I, it, it, it's, it's, it's been two weeks. I know. It's been a long time. It's been, yeah, it's been too long. I kind of forget what we're doing and how we do it. Well, it was just a variety of things that were scary. Okay. I mean, there was like the deadly plants that I talked about, how asteroids are like almost hit the earth all the time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, just weird stuff. That lady waking up in surgery. Now I remember. Yeah, and we talked, we kind of bashed French horn players a little bit. Yeah. This is where you come to get your really hot and controversial gossip <laughs> uh, on a lot of stuff. And you talked about the Kelpie. Yes, I did. The Scottish Kelpie. I sure did. Which is kind, well, you can't really compare him to Loch Ness. No, totally different cryptid. It's yeah. a horse or it, it, it's a shapeshifter, but it's either a horse or a human, never both. But it does live in the water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or water adjacent. Yeah. But right. its its main hangout is in the, the water. Gotcha. But I believe I'm first this week. Yes, you are. And this is our this is our New Year's Eve spectacular. I know. We're already starting it off pretty exciting. How so? I'm it was kind of a joke. No, I know. And that was I was I was playing <laughs> into your joke. Oh. Yeah. I think it's pretty mellow. We're bringing in the the new 2019 pretty chill. What's the slogan for two, like 2018? I don't even know what people were saying about that one. I don't think they were saying much. A lot of people have been attributing the passing years to uh, dumpster fires I've seen online. Oh. A lot of people have been like, oh, this year's been terrible. Here's to next year. But it's like, I don't know. I guess it wasn't like super great. Keeping it murder scene 2019. Well, I don't know, but see, I yeah, don't but know about- Yeah, but that's not great, Yeah, though. I don't know about that one because that that's like- I was trying to keep it a spooky theme. Okay. Uh, 19. Slime, which is creepy. Queen. Slime queen. Slime queen. Yeah. 20... 2019. Yeah. 2000 slime queen, which is pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good one either. I, I mean... think that one's much better. Yeah. Slime queen. Because it's nice because being a slime queen insinuates royalty- being in control of, uh, I guess, people who work for you because uh, you're a queen, but you are <laughs> the queen of slime in general. Yeah. So I don't know what we're talking about, but I know that I think slime queen is just funny to say. Okay. We'll keep that as our slogan for this year. Okay. We'll figure it out as the year goes on, what it means. Yeah. Which, you know what? You're the woman, you're the slime queen. Yeah. You're the slime queen. Now, 
I can guess right now, uh, Nostradamus style, fast forward to our 2019 New Year's Eve show that we're going to realize that the 2000 Slime Queen means absolutely nothing. Yeah. But, but you know what? If there is like a natural disaster and like a truck of slime, like that Nickelodeon slime, like yeah, it's on its gap, way during the it spills out of a truck and it actually it'll be well, well let's make it a good thing. Like okay, yeah, I was gonna it's, say it spills out of a truck and then that slime actually starts covering up all the forest fires in the West Coast and it actually yeah. uses like it works as a blanket. I like that. Yeah, and then it like saves the world. Okay, I think that sounds fine. Slime Queen. Slime Queen. And maybe um, the woman driving the truck is like, I know just the ticket. And she intentionally dumps the slime out of the back of her truck. It's like a big slime dump truck. Yeah. And then she's like, I knew I, w- I knew it would do it. I'm the Slime Queen. Yeah, she has like a concrete truck. Yeah, but it's full of slime. Yeah. And when you have the concrete truck spinning around, how they spin, it's mesmerizing. She turns it on super spin, so it spins really fast and just shoots the slime out really fast. Kind of like you're spraying water out of like one of those water bottles with the little pop tops. Yes. Like a... One of those. All right. Remember... um, I think... Okay. (laughs) I think that... I think... We've killed Slime Queen. No, no, we have not. She is, is, but I know what you're saying. So we'll move on (laughs) from Slime Queen. I'm curious to hear what you brought to the table this week. Actually, it's about women and high fashion uh, slime wear. Cool. Yeah, Chanel. Chanel's new line of slime vests. (laughs) Chanel plus Nickelodeon. Yeah, Chanel-Odeon. Chanel Art. Yeah. Chanel Odeon. Chanel Odeon. Yeah. Chanel Odeon. Slime Queen. Slime. Okay. Okay, So before I get into my list, my smattering of things, I do have some breaking booze. And I will say that this one, I have never brought anything like this to breaking booze before. Okay. I thought it was very funny. And it's it's simple, but I feel like the the simpler, the better. Er. The more simple, the more good for me. Sure. Is what I always say. Okay. <laughs> Did you hear how I said, okay? My voice, like, cracked a really weird in a really weird way, and it sounded like my voice was rumbly. Well, it's Slime Queen 2019, babe. Weird. Okay. That was weird. I didn't add any effects to it at all. Okay. In St. Jacob, Illinois, a man in Madison County says he saw this seven-foot-tall creature cross the road. Can you guess what type of creature it was? Hmm. It is not an alien. Okay. Well, I'm not going to go with the typical Bigfoots or dogmen. True. I'm going to go with something silly because I think it would be funny to see a seven-foot of this. Okay, here we go. Just a big snake. Okay. Like standing upright. Like it's being like snake a big charmed? Na- yeah. Okay. Just w- wandering across the road. Okay. Well, yes, that would be funny, but no, it was just a seven foot tall stick bug. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. First of all, I'll, I'll get into it a little bit more, but first of all, hate bugs in general. I I'm was only- going to say, I don't even like the three inch stick bugs. No, I- I'm okay with a few bugs. Ladybugs, I feel like most people are fine with. Yeah. But that's because from when you're younger, people will tell you ladybugs grant wishes. They're super cute and they're really pretty and they have plush toys. But that and that's all big brother. That's all the government. But yeah. we, we won't even get into that. But I'm also okay with moths, butterflies. They're fine because they're pretty yeah, and they're, they're okay. Pretty. But stick bugs, 
like for real i associate stick bugs or at least in my brain i catalog them as being like with centipedes and nasty crawlies oh yeah you don't want them on you no really not a fan no and how often do you think about stick bugs not often because they have the best camouflage yeah, they do so you have... you don't see them often. No. They I think do I've have... seen a stick bug like three times in my life. You know, I don't brag about it. Well, <laughs> I mean, you don't see them a lot. They're they're good at what they do. I've only seen one a couple times, so... And it was in a cage. <laughs> well, they're good at being stick bugs. I yeah. will give them that. Stick bugs are good stick bugs. Stick bugs are good stick bugs, which is something that you and I have been saying for a very <laughs> long time together. But yes. yeah, this, this dude in Madison County who chose to remain anonymous saw a seven-foot stick bug scamper across the road. Now, do you want to know the creepiest part of it? Yeah. It's not the fact that it was a seven foot tall stick bug. And it's not the fact that the bug was seven foot by seven foot. So seven foot long and seven foot high. Yeah. That's not the creepiest part because that's also in in the, the, the story. How fast would you say that this guy said the stick bug crossed the street? It, it, it ran in front of his car. How fast? Well, if it ran really fast. Yeah. I don't know. How does he know it's a stick bug? I'm going to give it like it ran at least 20 miles per hour. Okay. I'm just <laughs> going to let you know now you have one more guess because yeah. it's, it's where, you know, we don't have a lot of time left in 2018. You only have one more guess and you are so far below how fast this thing Like ran. 100 miles per hour? Yeah. <laughs> how would you know then? He said, because he drew a sketch of it and I'll show you this sketch. Uh, was it really windy and just a tree branch shot across the road? And he's like, whoa, that was a gigantic stick bug. Well, that very well could have been it. I don't know. but It was in Indiana? Illinois. Illinois. He said it crossed the... He, he drew a sketch of it and even drew an arrow to the creature on his sketch, which is like, hey, oh, man, no. no duh. But he said it crossed the road either at 102 miles per hour. Oh, he clocked it. Or maybe 200 miles an hour. Oh, that's kind of a big difference. Yeah, some would say it's a 98 miles per hour difference. Yeah. So that's very fast for a 7x7 stick bug creature cryptid in this case to just zip across the road super fast. Uh, now, I am going to show you his cool drawing, and it's really great, and oh, I really no. like it a lot. No, it's really good. Uh, he didn't use a ruler, but that's okay. It's really funny. Oh, yeah. It just looks like it. It's not even standing upright. Well, it's on all fours. It's on all fours. Which is funny because most insects have six legs. Yeah, I was going to say, does a stick bug have four legs? Or? I'm not going to search it. I don't know, but I'm not searching it because I want to think that this stick <laughs> bug he saw had four legs and it was just a giant, really thin, malnourished dog, but it was huge. Okay. Because uh, he could see it at 200 uh, miles per hour. Yeah, it crossed through mm. where his headlights were. It was at night. Of course it was. I wonder why he, biggest question is why he wanted to remain anonymous. Well, because he's terrified that this stick bug <laughs> has access to the World Wide Web and can find him and track him down. Or because he knows this is a really lame story. And he is like, I, yeah, I'd rather not. See. I want to tell people about it, but I don't want them to know it was me. You say lame story. I say these are my favorite ones. The ones that are <laughs> like, I guess, categorically or even more so like an oddity. To me, I think that's very, very funny. Yeah. 
And there is a sketch of it. And maybe I will post this as well to our, yes, I am downloading the image right now on my phone. Probably post, post it to one. Twitter. Probably post it to Twitter. Now, what I will say, speaking of our Twitter, which we are on Twitter at spooky underscore spouses, I had said recently that I loved the sketch that the woman drew of the bird flying over the car that she drew in MS Paint. Yes. And our good friend Dana, and I said I would wear that on a shirt for the rest of my life. And our friend Dana made the shirt and sent it to us. And I've been wearing it, except right now, but I wore it for three days in a row. Yeah, you did. You wore it all weekend. I was very happy and very excited. very excited. Yeah. So thank you, Dana, so much. And (laughs) by the time this episode comes out, I bet you Dana will have his present from me, which is a hoodie. Uh, That's just the package of ramen noodles, chicken ramen noodles. Not scary, but could be. If they're under- You decide. You decide. Maybe if you've had them for the fifth <laughs> night in a row, it can, be, it can be a little bit scary. Yeah. Okay. Well, Lindsay, thank you for humoring me and listening to my Breaking Boo story about the stick bug. So what I'd also like to talk about today, my real deal here that I brought in was one thing that we, we've talked about before is like holiday traditions, holiday people, Krampus, all, you know, creepy Santa Clauses and stuff. But one thing that we don't really talk about or that, you know, maybe people are scared to discuss are ways people ring in the new year and unusual ways people ring in the new year. Oh, like the things that you don't hear about or things that you normally like a ball drops and everybody drinks and yells and kisses each other. Kind of like that, but these are more superstition based, which is why I okay. thought them to be appropriate oh, like for our show. The sauerkraut and <clears throat> what is it? Black called? eyed peas. Black eyed peas. Yeah. The band? Not the band. The actual <laughs> food. <laughs> I thought it was a uh, sausage and sauerkraut. Was well, it's sauerkraut, kabasi um, and sauerkraut. It's either it, I, th- I believe it's corned beef, yeah. sauerkraut, or at least some type of a roast, but also black eyed peas. Oh. People also like well, that's at least in the Midwest. I'm not sure if that's like a if that's you know all over a big the tradition everywhere the, else. Yeah, I don't know if that's a thing. Okay, but some of these some of these are pretty innocuous. Some of these are a little bit weird. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go through a few because we only have ten ish ten ish minutes. Yeah, eleven ish minutes. Maybe one of our listeners, or I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shoot for the moon. Three of our listeners will adopt some of these new New Year's Eve superstitions to well, help them. Well, since we're the spooky spouses, does that mean we have to do these now? Well, there are 25 of them from around the world. Maybe we'll have the listeners vote and tell us which ones that we have to do this year. Okay, I like that. So after I'm done reading the list, and after Lindsay and I are done discussing them, if you hop on Twitter, hop on. Now, I am 50 years old, and that's why I did say hop on. But if you go on Twitter, if you access the internet and you let us know which one of these ones you'd like us to do for our next New Year's Eve episode, you can let us know. Just get at us at spooky underscore spouses and let us know which one you prefer. Well, this is our New Year's Eve episode. But but this this is coming out. Yeah, I guess this will come out on New Year's Eve. Yep. Okay. Well, if we don't get around <laughs> to it, then we'll do it for the following year. Okay. You know, so next New Year's Eve episode. Sure. Well, they have to vote Monday night. Monday night. And yeah. And then Tuesday we'll do it. You vote before you have your New Year's Eve kiss on the lips. Aw. Or we'll just, you know see what your topic's about okay ready <laughs> i'm ready <laughs> okay uh in denmark people in during parties will just throw a bunch of plates all over their house and shatter plates leaving their entire floor covered in broken plates 
For how long? Uh, for the night. Oh. Leading up until If you the, have kids, that's probably safe. Send them, yeah, send your kids to bed Practical. early. Practical. Practical, um, safe for your children. Perfect. <laughs> Practical sounds good. Your pets, you know, just let them run around. Bleed all over the place. <laughs> I don't think I'll have time for all 25, so I'm going to go, I'm going to read some of my favorite ones. Okay. In Ecuador, where our sister-in-law, Janet, lived for a while, but she did not eat a guinea pig, so... Good. Maybe, maybe got to go, well, I was going to say shame on you, Janet. Aw. Uh, they burn giant scarecrows. Oh, so that would be kind of terrifying to like drive down the road and like see a bunch of burning scarecrows. Mm-hmm. And they also burn photographs from that year. Oh, all of them? All in the name of good fortune. Uh, well, a I lot of people of post on social media now. Do they just burn their cell phones now? Yeah, they just they <laughs> just torch their iPhone 3s. Uh, this one is, I would say, probably the most uh, harmless, but it's one of my favorites. In Spain, they just eat 12 grapes. That's cute. Isn't that adorable? What if you want more than 12, though? Is that bad? Yeah, shame on you for, oh. shame on you for being greedy. You get your 12 grapes. What if you... Okay. I was just going to say, like, you're eating grapes, you're talking, maybe you had a little bit too much to drink, and you were like, oh, shoot, what grape am I on? And you forgot. So you eat under 12, or you eat over 12, and then that means you're going to have a bad year? See, I, well, I would I would fill a cup, and, and I, would call <laughs> it, I would call it Jordan's Special Grape Cup. I'd write it on the side. You know, people write their name on solo cups? Yeah. I'd write Jordan's Special and Secret Grape Cup. Yeah. And I would only fill it up with 12, and I would eat them throughout the night. I'd okay. pre-plan. I, I, uh, I'd make my own portions. Meal planning for, uh, is what I would like. Uh, <laughs> and- uh, you know, I hope if people do vote on Twitter, they vote for the grape one and not burning the scarecrow because we're going to scare our neighbors. You know what would be so funny, too, is if people vote for the grape one, but we have to Postmates or Uber Eats grapes to our house <laughs> from the grocery store. <laughs> That'd be so fun. Uh, in the Philippines, they just like things to be round. What else? In what do you mean round? S- oh, like fruit and stuff. They just like decorate their house with like a bunch of oh. round fruit. I was gonna say you just said they like things to be round. So yeah. it was like Well that was okay. my that was my attempt at like being funny just blowing past it because it oh. seemed really vague and weird. Okay. Uh, but maybe I'll okay, let's I'm gonna try that joke again. In Philippines they just like things to be round moving on. Uh, <laughs> in South America, a lot of people wear just brightly colored underwear for good luck. Oh, I like that one. So do I. Nice. Well, well, I like the I, I like the idea yeah. of it. Yeah, we won't get into it. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, in Peru, I'm probably pronouncing this wrong, but they have a Takanakoi festival in Peru. Okay. And people in a village, in this little Peru, uh, Peruvian village, they go out in like the main area of their village and they have fist fights with each other. Like they punch, oh, no. like they beat up each other. But it's if you have an ongoing beef with, with someone, you go out and you call them out and you say, let's fight right now in front of the whole town. You fight and then you make up and it's fine. But you just get your aggression out because you literally fight, punch someone. <laughs> well, I don't want people to vote for us to do that. <clears throat> Me I mean, either. I'm going to have to go punch the lady across the street with the, no- the loud dogs that make Molly bark all the time. Yes. Oh, no. Um, This one is Maybe just... I'll at least get to pet her dogs. Well, her dogs are cute and they only bark at dogs, which is nice. But punch get... and pet. Punch a pet. <laughs> which maybe that no, could not be... not punch a pet. Punch oh. and pet. Punch and pet. Don't punch your dog. No. What? No. Yeah. No, of course you not. You punch the lady and then well, you pet her dog. Okay. Yeah. But you have to travel to Peru Punching to do a it. lady is okay. Punching a dog, that is not okay. Now, I will say punching is okay, but you have to go to Peru to do it. Okay. 
in Switzerland, they are all aliens posing as human beings because apparently they just drop ice cream on the ground. They take a scoop oh. of ice cream and go bloop and just drop it on the ground. And that gives them good luck? Well, I, I guess. I don't know who on earth would just find a perfectly good scoop of ice cream and just go, you know what? I'd rather not. Blorp. And then blorp or plorp. Ice cream on the ground. Yeah. Okay. In Belgium, they uh, wish their cows a happy new year. They go out to their Aww. to their farms and they wish each cow a happy new year, which is adorable. That's very cute. Yeah. It's not as good as eating the grapes. Eat your grapes. Wish a cow happy new year. One thing, uh, this is making me like France even more. They eat a giant stack of pancakes. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. The last time you and I had pancakes, we had planned to go to the diner up the street and have pancakes. Yes, we did. We, may, we, we were planning on it for like three days, which is funny because you and I like to make plans a few days ahead of time. And then we get to that day and we're like, I'm just not feeling it. But we, we, we were feeling this. We wanted pancake. Well, yeah, it's well, pancakes. It's pancake. I mean, come on. We went to the gym, went to have pancakes. We came home and you and I both napped for three hours. Because we just had a carb overload. Oh, yes. We did have a carb overload. <laughs> carb over. Cobo, it's me. Cobo. Carb overload. Yeah. Um, in Denmark, people just go outside and jump as high as they can. <laughs> oh. Man, some of these sound so great, don't they? Go outside, wave to your neighbor, jump as high as you can and say like, all right, see you later. One thing that's uh, a little bit creepy in Thailand, they they throw a bunch of water on each other and they and they smear strangers with gray talc powder, like mm. uh, like almost like your face mask you were wearing last night. Yeah. But just picture hundreds of people or thousands of people just walking around the streets covered in gray talc. Kind of a weird, mm. kind of like a kind of a weird visual, huh? Yeah, it's a little odd. In Chile, people go to the local cemeteries and they have a sleepover. Ew. Yeah. Right. In Romania, people go outside and they try to communicate with their cows by whispering to them. So they Whisper. don't just they don't just uh, wish them a happy new year. They try to talk to their cows. Hmm. In Ireland, uh, people throw loaves of bread against their walls. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the people. You know who I and, feel like made all these up? Huh. Speaking of our friend Dana, Dana. Yeah. A lot of these sound like Dana ideas. Or a four-year-old boy. Or a four-year-old boy was like. You know, I guess I'm in charge of the whole world and I find everybody needs to do these things. You know what I find really weird? That America is not doing one of the weirdest things. Yeah. Like right? we just we just all cheer and drink well, and we kiss each other. We do. But what's weird though is that everyone spends an exorbitant amount of money to go to New York City to stand in metal cages and stare at a giant glowing ball. That yeah, and those is, metal cages, I don't understand how you go to the bathroom. It's hard to go to the bathroom in New York City in general. Yeah. I like, do you make, just wear a diaper? I want to make an app called PPNYC. And it's where <laughs> it's just places on a map. You enter in your location or like you you allow your phone to access your location and it'll tell you spots where you can either go to the bathroom for free or really secretive alleyways where you can go make a little number one. There's probably pee everywhere in New York. If we know every... Oh, I bet you you're no more than an arm's reach away from a from pee in New York City. <laughs> and I was going to say a puddle of pee, but uh, it's okay. I go. I mean, I guess I just did. But I would imagine that if we know any people who are good at developing apps, please someone make PPNYC and then just let us know that you did it. Well, with watching the ball drop, I mean, if you wear a diaper... Or if you don't, whatever, and you pee your pants, that's how you're starting your new year. How was the new year? With pee in your pants. Oh, you know what? It was great. Oh, was it really? Well, the more I think about it, everyone we were around was just covered in pee-pee. And it smelled poopy. <laughs> Weird. 
<laughs> I guess that's weird. Smelled like a big fart. Yeah, because of all the pee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the the last weird. one on the list was that people in Estonia just eat as much as they can, sometimes until they get sick, which just seems terrible. Great. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite one from the list that I read? I, I skipped over um, a few, but some weren't like too exciting. Scariest one, I think, burning the scarecrow. Oh, yeah. Best one to do, eating all them pancakes. Yeah. Uh, cutest one, probably telling the cow Happy New Year. Yeah, I think that one's really cute. Whispering to the cows in hopes they talk back. It stops being cute when you hope they talk back. Yeah. Because I'll, you know, you and I will both whisper things and talk to Molly and like, that's great. But where I'm like, man, any day now she's going to say thanks really loud. Right. The day that she talks actually back to us, like that's when she lives in the basement. Yeah. Or maybe we. Because she's a demon. (laughs) Or maybe we don't have a dog for a while. We just kind of get rid of, we just kind of like let her go to doggy daycare for a while. Forever. Maybe forever. Okay. I love our dog, but she said any words. <laughs> Later. Hit the road. Later, dog. That's all I have very about nice. the new year. Thank you, Lindsay. Interesting. Yes, I think you're very nice and interesting. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Same to you. Thank you. And I am a robot. <laughs> bleep, 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 bleep. Well, should we do some haunted housekeeping? I think so. And then we'll come back. And then your topic is what? Do you want to give a spoiler right now? Um, it's about talking cows. Oh, good. Well, how fun. Synergy. No, but it does have a good clue as you talked about the last one where, where they ate until they got sick. Yeah. Where was it? Estonia. Estonia. It has something to do with eating. Good. Are you and I just going to eat a hamburger? We're just going to eat pancakes and you're just going to listen to us. Oh, that would be the worst. That's disgusting. That would be so bad. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's tidy up. Let's tidy her up, uh, Linz. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, we'll see each and every one of you in three, two, one. This podcast that you are listening to right now is brought to you in part by our spooky little buds and spooky big buds over at VidiSpace. VidiSpace is an online spooky streaming platform and which now has an app for the iPhone and for Android and Amazon uh, Fire, whatever the heck stick it is, the Fire Stick and a Roku thing. And you can stream all sorts of spooky shows, movies, documentaries, and now podcasts directly from VidiSpace. They have all different genres of spooky. They have haunted spooky, paranormal spooky, podcast spooky, which is us. Sci-fi spooky. Sci-fi spooky. So you can find all your spooky material in one spot. VidiSpace was founded by our buddies Elizabeth Saint and Nick Groff of a multitude of different paranormal investigatory sort of shows and such. I know that we mentioned it on our last episode, but we did a little holiday thing with them where we had to draw pictures. We played Paranormal Pictionary, and I believe that video is still being edited, so still be on the lookout for that video coming out sometime soon. But if you'd like to check out VidiSpace, and we highly recommend that you do, on your personal computer, you can go to vidi.space, that's V-I-D-I dot space, and sign up for 15 days of free streaming spooky stuff. Or on your iPhone or your Android, you can go to the app 
Store or the Google Play Store and search up Viddy Space and download the app and start streaming away on the go. Streaming and screaming. <laughs> Have you said that before? I feel like that's something you've said. No, but it was a good one. Do you want to say it now so then I'll think that you made it up? Viddy Space. Streaming and screaming. And as always, since I believe our, our third episode, we are a proud part of the Scavengers Network Podcasting Pal Club Best Buddy Association. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Scavengers Network was founded by our buddy Colin M. Parker and a few of his buds. And now the Scavengers Network is home to a lot of great podcasts and a lot of great people. Yeah, you can find a bunch of podcasts, including ourselves and also Journey Under 30, Historical Hotties. The Bad Pen Pal, and many more. Yes, and also the tabletop role-playing game Myth Takes, where Colin acts as the keeper or the dungeon master in Monster of the Week terminology and has a rotating cast of podcasters and video people from the Scavengers Network act as the monster hunters, and it's a very fun show. And you were on it the last season. I was, and our last episode, I believe, was two weeks ago, and this coming Thursday, I believe that Colin is releasing all of the outtakes and goof-em-ups and blippies from that whole season, which will be very fun to listen to because I forget everything we talk about ever as soon as I'm done talking about it. Yes. So if you'd like to, you can follow the Scavengers Network on any form of social media that you'd like, except for TikTok and MySpace, or you can go to scavengersnetwork.com and get familiar with all the shows there. And I believe Colin and some people, I think Whitney Nelson from Historical Hotties and Morgan Spatola from Academy Outcasts and Myth Takes, well, and same with Whitney from Myth Takes, I believe they're going to be at PodCon in a few weeks, which yeah. I think is in Seattle, Washington. Super fun. I love Seattle. We went there for a honeymoon. Yeah, and we're going there in June. We are going there in June and we're stizzoked. <laughs> so check out the Scavengers Network on all the social medias and check out some of these great podcasts. They're great people, great podcasts, great times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, welcome back. Hope you got your haunted housekeeping all up to par. I want to know why when you said, all right, you put your chin out and your head really far backwards, like um, a ghost was pushing your forehead. Maybe it was. Okay. <laughs> or maybe I was just being odd. Oh. That's my New Year's tradition. Well, you and I didn't even talk about our resolutions. Um, I never make one because every time I do, <clears throat> I either set the bar too high and it never happens. Yeah. Or I just take the cheater way out and I'm like, this year, I'm just going to be a nice person. Yeah. And it's like, but well, yeah, because I normally am a pretty nice person. But do you think that it's reasonable or rational to make New Year's resolutions that, man, did you hear what I just said? New Year's resolutions? New Jersey? New Jersey? New Jersey resolutions <laughs> that are attainable or Where ones that get... are like way high. Like, okay, if I could think of one now, I'd be like, okay, drink water. Okay. In New Jersey? Well. New Jersey, I think of like grow longer nails. <laughs> so okay. get a spray tan. These are resolutions we have specifically going to New Jersey. Maybe my hair, the height needs to be a little bit taller. Eat a be a baller. Eat a piece of pie. That's pizza. Well, we just lost all our New Jersey listeners if we had any. You know, I don't think we have many, but also I know that there are a lot of Italian Americans there, and I'm Italian, so I'm allowed to say piece of pie. Oh well, I'm German, so I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, my I have a story this week. Okay. Just about a funny little French man. Ah. Speaking of Italians. What? <laughs> hey, you know. this comes from, speaking of Italy, this comes from France. <laughs> hey, you know what? Speaking of coffee, my fingers hurt. Okay, so we just had Christmas. Yeah. Well, the holidays, uh-huh. whatever you celebrate. But I feel like what do you usually do when you go home for holidays? You eat way too much. Yes. So this has, I told you a little bit, this has to do with food. Okay. Good food or bad? Well, it's France, so good food. Well, yeah, hopefully. I mean, I can understand this guy's problem because he was in France. They have delicious food in France. Man, I just want to go to France, you and I. I don't want to go by myself and just eat our way through France and eat baguettes (laughs) all day. Just all day baguettes. Yeah. That's going to be our new shirt. Instead of all day buckets. All day bucket, yeah. All day baguettes. But it'll but it'll still say it'll still be by Nike though. Yeah. Nike. Well, we'll get Unlo- sponsored. But it'll say uh all day baguettes beast mode. <laughs> okay, so this is around 1772 to 1798. Okay. So little, this is an old story. This is an old story, and that's what 26 years. Yes, and I don't know if I'm saying his name right. He just has one name. Ah. They don't know his full name. Prince. It's kind of princeish. Okay. It's Terer, Terer. I believe. Okay, they sure. don't know if this was a a nickname, his first name, his last name. That's just what they called him. How do you spell it? T-A-R-A-R-E. Whoa, okay. T-A-R-A-R-E. Yeah. I think Terer sounds great. Terer or, you know, a friend. I'm not good with languages, so maybe it's like Terer. Sure. Sure. That was my Let's best French say, I can do. I like Terer. Let's call him T. T. So anyways, T, his a French man, he was known for his unusual eating habits. His date of birth is unrecorded, like I said, and they don't even know if that is his real name or nickname. He was able to eat vast amounts of meat and was constantly hungry. His parents could not provide for him anymore, so he was turned out of the family home as a teenager because they couldn't feed him anymore. He just kept eating. So most teens, like... You you see in movies, you're like, I can't believe you got your nose pierced. No no son of mine's gonna have a nose ring. Get out of here. He but just, then he's they like, couldn't feed him anymore. No son of mine's gonna eat meat all day. So he traveled around France and he kind of got tangled up with like a band of thieves and kind of like a little in trouble, you know. Because he was homeless. Yeah. Well, he probably was yeah, he'd probably like rob banks and just like I don't want your money, I just want your meat. Empty the cash registers, but really- <laughs> Give me your lunch bags. Give me your lunch bags today. So hungry. Take the bread off the sandwiches, just the meat. But then he became a warm-up act for a traveling entertainer. Okay, just so you just could watch the guy eat? So what he would do, he came up with an idea and he was like, well, I eat a lot, so this is weird and unusual. How about I swallow corks, stones, and what the heck? How about live animals? What about Tide Pods? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, that's a whole new. To me, this seems kind of like a lot of younger people these days are like, "How do I get? How do I go viral? I could just eat a bunch of stuff and well, put it on YouTube." Ha- yeah, I didn't have anything else, so he's like, "I can eat stuff, and it, you know, <laughs> if I eat a whole sheep, a live one." <laughs> I think the animals were fairly small, because but he would eat them live. Yeah. Oh, now I would yell uh, whatever the French word for coward is. I'd say, eat a, you coward, eat a bigger animal. You know what, though? He probably would have had a blast on Rat Boat. Oh, my gosh. Just, just running across the all, boat. That's how we get rid of Rat Boat. With his mouth wide open. You put tea on Rat Boat. Yeah. He eats all the rats. Rat Boat gone. Remember Prop, we were played watch- gone. Remember we were watching that show? Now, bear with me. Yeah. The one show, the OA. 
that we yeah. watched on doesn't matter. But how they had to learn the different parts of the angel dance. Yeah. This seems like you and I are are learning or finding out pieces of the puzzle to get rid of rap boat. Which yeah, is really we're nice. gonna get rid of rap boat. Well, so this is just unusual. Eating a, eating a sheep? Just eating animals. <laughs> he took his act to Paris where he worked as a street performer. That's because so... it was unusual. So <laughs> it's weird, but it starts getting really odd and yeah. then it takes a turn to scary. Okay. So despite his unusual diet, T was very slim and average height. So this okay. is kind of the weird part. At the age of 17, he only weighed 100 pounds. Okay. So he was petite. So he 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 didn't have the the the, the type of body where you don't walk past the person and be like, "Man, that guy, I bet you that guy eats live birds." He yeah. had to, he had a pretty slim He had a pretty slim figure. How many people do you walk past on a day-by-day basis you're like, you're "Man, like, how many live birds does that person eat?" Probably a lot. <laughs> a live birds. You got to be careful of the really skinny people cuz they probably eating birds and eels. Eating live frogs. So he was described as having unusually soft fair hair. Okay. And an abnormally wide mouth. Okay. <laughs> his teeth were heavily stained and his lips were almost invisible. What the heck kind of person? Like, I just describe? think of this like really weird skinny guy with like weird fine soft hair that maybe is blowing around in the wind. Like really wispy nasty hair. He's just basically a mouth, no the way, lips. The way, the, way, the way that you describe what this person looks like, what T looks like, would be like an alien posing as a human explaining to other humans what yeah. humans look like. Oh, you know, my with the invisible lips. So it gets even odder. He and not like the animal because he he probably ate the otter. Gulp one, just one gulp. It's even more odd. If he had not eaten, his skin would hang so loosely that he could wrap a fold of his skin from his abdomen around his waist. What the heck? So he had like a bunch of loose skin because he wasn't eating a live rat. Yeah, when he was full, his abdomen would descend like a huge balloon. So he had so like, he had, lo- like he had the body fit for eating. He had pelican belly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a clinical case of pelican gut. The skin of his cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> what the, about the skin of his cheeks? The skin of his cheeks was wrinkled and hung loosely. Lince. And when stretched out, he could hold twelve eggs or apples <laughs> in his mouth. Oh, his mouth. Yeah, See, not his butt cheeks. Everything else in that sentence would have <laughs> led up to the skin of his cheeks. I no. wanna I wanna I wanna co write a romance novel with you called the the skin of his cheeks. Ew. Well you won't co write it. it it's just about weird. him eating twelve eggs. No, it's about Well, he eats twelve eggs. Do you think that has something to do with like the twelve grape t- tradition? Uh, very well could. He has twelve eggs. In the skin of his cheeks. <laughs> the skin of his cheeks. <laughs> So he was a street performer, and that's what he was doing. Just that eating, was his destiny. Eating live animals. But there was a French uh, military general that grabbed him and was like, "I have a perfect job for you. Eat like, this. Eat this gun. I have. I have a meeting for you." So he basically would use him to eat important documents and pass them through enemy lines. Are you kidding me? And then pass them through his body because he could eat things whole. Oh, my. And he would pass things whole. Gosh. So then he could go through enemy lines and they could transport documents. Secret government files. Right. But this did not work because T could not speak German. And on his first mission, he was captured by the Prussian forces 
and severely beaten and underwent a mock execution before returning him to France. So so they thought this all out and like it was a really crazy plan that like probably would have worked and they didn't t- like think about like, oh, well, he doesn't speak the language. They're going to know he's French. What if what if as soon as they sent T off, they're like, Good. We covered all of our bases. Oh, you know what? Ah, oh, crap. We forgot to teach him how to speak German. Yeah, but he joined the French Revolution for a while in the Revolutionary Army. But he could Just swallow not, in paper. But he got kicked out of the army because the military couldn't ration enough food for him to eat. So he was literally... He was he ate his mom and dad out of house and home to where they said, "Listen, you eat a crazy amount of food, scram, dude." Yeah. And then he ate even the military who has seemingly endless amounts of money were like, "Hey man, you're kind of eating a lot of stuff." Yeah, he they couldn't afford him anymore and like they found him eating out of gutters and what? like garbage heaps because he was so hungry all the time. Man, it seems like It'd be fun to hang out with him for a little bit, but then it'd probably get old after a while. Yeah, he crazy. Go on a hike with him. You're like, oh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hop in the off the trail and go number one really quick. And then you look over and then he's chomping, he's eating a tree out of the ground. So yeah, he was hospitalized at one point Just after one the point? after the army, um, due to exhaustion, and became a subject of the series of medical experiments that they had tested on him because they didn't know why he could not ever be full. Yeah. And have and only weigh a hundo, weigh a buck. Yeah, so that was the first time he was at the hospital, and he would eat meals intended for fifteen people in one sitting. Man, what a champion! Um, he was caught eating live cats. What? Sorry, cat lovers. What? He was caught eating snakes, lizards, and sometimes newborn puppies. Oh no! So he would. This is where it starts getting scary. The, yeah, I would say that was a definitive 180 or what? Uh, is that the right? I don't know. Yeah, a, it's creepy. A hard left turn. It's gross and creepy. He actually swallowed a whole eel without chewing. Just gulped right up. Just gulped right down. Whole eel. Oh my gosh. So anyways, he was doing these medical experiments. They said he showed no sign of mental illness. There was no tapeworm or anything weird like that. And he had so-so temperament. He just had that that black hole gullet. Yeah, he would get a little hangry because he was hungry. But other than that, like, he didn't have a weird temperament. Yeah, it wasn't... Okay, yeah, sure. So it wasn't like, you know... But um, they tried a bunch of procedures on him that would try to curb his appetite. There was... He was treated with tobacco pills, which I don't know. I mean, this was 1772. So, so like... I don't know what tobacco pills did. Um, and then he got, and all of a sudden he was like, now I'm addicted to cigarettes. Yeah. What on earth? How, how is this kind Now I, I smoke and I eat, well, he didn't even smoke me, just eat some out of the pack. Yeah. He'll He's do 20 right packs up. a day. <laughs> um, wine vinegar and soft boiled eggs. I don't know, maybe that's supposed to like help mm-hmm. fill you up or something. Sound, sounds kind of good. Well, anyways, all the procedures failed. The doctors could not get him on a controlled diet, and he. This is where he, things turned really bad. Okay. So they did experiments on him. He got kicked out of the hospital once because he was eating kitties and puppies, which is nasty. Yeah, and you start to feel bad for him because it's like he obviously is just sick, and he can't ever not be hangry. Yeah, which it's a what constant a, state of hangry. Yeah, what a t- what a what a dilemma and a half. So he went back to the hospital because he was feeling ill again. Okay. He was feeling exhausted and he was, he didn't know how to stop it. And he realized like, 
I can't keep eating animals. Yeah, that's, some would say that's uh, terrible. But he got in trouble at the hospital because the doctors kept finding him sneaking out of the hospital to scavenge for food and gutters again. Gross. And garbage. Yucky. Um, He would steal other patients' food. Typical. And then it really got bad okay. because they found him eating corpses in the morgue. Holy moly. So, yeah. You go from eating a bunch of meat to eating... That's when you know things are getting bad. Like, oh, I'm getting. A, I'm a circus performer. This is funny. Watch me eat these corks. Corks to cats to corpses. Yeah. It's a lot corpse, to eat. Corpse, cats, corpses. That's hard. Well, what's the other... What's the... Oh, you, you mean animal corpse, live cat, human corpse? No, corks. Oh, cork. Because he would... Eat corks. Oh, like wine cork. Yes. Oh, corks. Cork, cork cats, cats. corpse. You're going to see that on the next Yoga Mom shirt. The next what shirt? Yoga Mom. Oh, Yoga Mom shirt. <laughs> yeah. Chardonnay all day, corks, cats, corpse. <laughs> so he was ejected from the hospital. Um, He was also, but found later that he did not, uh, suspected of eating a toddler. Oh, but he didn't do that. He didn't. He just ate dead bodies. No. So, I mean, I, that's... Okay, I guess. Yeah, I could see how they would maybe <laughs> pin that one on him, though. But they couldn't find anything wrong with him. Four years after that situation that he was banned from that hospital and no one would test on him anymore because he kind of became a predator. Yeah. They still didn't know. They didn't find anything wrong with him. But then he came back four years later with a severe case of tuberculosis. Wow. But tuberculosis doesn't usually give you an appetite, so it's not like something he had and that was his problem. He just happened to get it. Maybe maybe he picked that up. I don't know how tuberculosis works, but maybe he picked that one up from eating out of gutters and eating live animals. Well, the tuberculosis finally got him, okay. and he shortly died, or he died shortly afterwards. Yeah. And the fu- the last sentence is really funny because it just said he died shortly afterwards following a lengthy bout of excessive diarrhea. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like. That you're, would happen if you eat yeah, corpses. You're prob if you're eating if you're eating weird stuff out of gutters, you're probably gonna get a real unusual case of the fast trots. So looking at it now, doctors think that it was just hyperthyroidism because it can induce like extreme appetite, rapid weight loss, profuse sweating, heat intolerance, and fine hair. Because remember, he had really fine, soft hair. So yeah. he either had an extreme case of that, maybe, they think. I would say a flavor-blasted case. Or, yeah, like, <laughs> or he had that and was just a very hungry person. What if he had it? What if the doctors, if that was like the, the, the first time that humans stopped saying extreme, like EX, but it was like a capital X and like a really <laughs> cool like monster energy drink font and then hyphen T-R-E-M-E. Like that, like, or like, yeah, yeah the, uh, the the flavor blasted edition of having the thyroid issue. Or like, you know, he would have made a great serial murderer. Well, sure, Linz. I mean, he would have made a really good I mean, I guess you else. can't really say that because we had people that ate people. Well, he also would have made- And they weren't great serial murderers. They got caught. Well, I just, I, I like how that's where your brain goes right away. <laughs> but my brain was like, he would have made a really good or like the world's greatest exterminator. Oh, yeah. Like Ratboat. Like Ratboat. Like he, he gets hired and they're like, so we've we've heard a lot of good things. Are you pretty good? He's like, <laughs> you heard a rat boat? And they were like- Took care of that. Socle bleu. That was you, T? And he went, <laughs> that was me. That was moi. And then he just puts his mouth around their entire house and just goes, <gasps> sucks out all the bugs. He just eats it. 
Well, the house is fine, but he's magic and he can eat the bugs only. Oh. It's his magic. It's magic. <laughs> okay. Magic house. But that's my weird, creepy, odd story. Imagine if you and I went to Paris, France, and we were there and we saw T as a street performer. And you're looking down like the, the standard list of street performers. Even in Times Square, the person dressed up as a really creepy sewer Elmo. Or like terrible the Statue of Liberty person. Statue of Liberty person. Like, okay, great. Oh, the person who painted themselves in silver and they're a statue. Oh, a guy eating rats? Yeah. I mean, you would probably have the largest crowd oh, there. Oh, poor pizza rat. Pizza rat is pizza and a rat. Yeah, it's double delicious. He's a rat with pizza. It's like, yeah. oh, man. Thank God there hasn't been a corn dog rat. Or <laughs> you'd be eating that I rat. Think, you know what? I think in my defense, if someone was like, you ate a live rat? I'd say, well, it was holding a perfectly good corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like it if 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 you're going to be doing any planning soon, Linz, and you're thinking about getting like a headstone or a plaque for me when I pass. Yeah. I'd like that on my headstone. It was holding a perfectly good corn dog. And then and then an asterisk with no explanation. Like, oh look, it's holding a perfectly good cor- a good corn dog. Asterisk eats live rat holding corn dog. Asterisk. Well, you could probably just put a video because like our tombstones will probably just be like videos replaying. They'll be like memes or oh gifts. My, yeah. Our tombstones will probably just be gifts. That's when we pass. that's one of the coolest things you've ever said. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> there was I okay. trademark that idea now. So our tombstones will have like gifts. It'll be like. You know, the typical gifts that you see. Backpacked flossing. Yeah, like flossing. Or like the typical scene where you like see everybody excited on Seinfeld and they all like run in and they're shouting. Oh, yeah. That's funny. The At least right now, the two coolest things you've ever said. The first one was when you said, I do, when we got married. Number <laughs> okay. two, our tombstones will be GIFs. <laughs> That's so awesome. Or gifts. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know how, how you say, say it, it either. I also like, I feel like pick something more important to get mad about on the internet. It's fine. <laughs> and that's not to you sure. that's everybody else because there's also like people debate like how could you eat this on your pizza it's like hey guys i don't know i mean who cares really but what i care about is let's all join together and get the technology going to get moving tombstones video tombstones yeah that's what, what I would think. right now what would your gif be does it have to be a pre-existing one yeah like what what main like i don't know mine would be like that what i'd call funky cat it's oh, that yeah. taxiderm, a really bad taxidermied cat that they shoot at different angles. Yeah. Because then it would be like, why did she pick that one? Yeah. And I'll be like, why not, yo? Yeah, funky cat. It'll actually say that on the tombstone, why not, though? Though or yo? Yo. Because you did change it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, say- that'll change, too. Oh, okay. It'll be like my stream of consciousness that's... Sh- that scrolls oh, underneath yeah like uh again like on Times square when it like scrolls like this is how these stocks are doing blah 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 yeah why don't the ghosts just communicate that way Pretty why doesn't idea. a ghost hunter like ever put those like streaming a marquee a scrolling marquee uh, yeah, yeah one of those like why don't they set that up in a haunted house and ask it questions and then it gives it more of a chance to like say sentences in a cool way too yeah you can get like cool lights and stuff like hello it's 2000 it's gonna be 2019 yeah literally hello. if you're listening to this literally tomorrow will step be 2019 up your, step up your ghost hunting equipment okay two things really quick one my gif would be probably one of like that dancing Shiba Inu that taps its feet around. Oh yeah, the can't dancing stop, doge. Can't stop to beat a monster. It would be that. And then two, the the second thing is, did you when it turned to the year two thousand? Did you even picture twenty nineteen? No, but you know I did read it on the internet, which is weird to think about that we like 
in a year or so, yeah, because it's 2019, we'll be living in the 20s. We will bring back the 20s. Bring back the Gatsby. Hey. Gatsby. The Gatsby. Bring back the Batspeeps. <laughs> bring back the Batspeeps. Keeps. <laughs> Please. 2019. Uh. Yeah, but we'll be living in the 20s. Like, it's not 1920s, but we're living oh, sure. in the 20s. Which is weird. Super weird. I mean, think about all the movies that came out like 1970-something, and they were like, this is what it's going to be like in 2020. And like everyone was just like this gray race of like cyber cybernetic humans. But it's like we're still like laying on our couches on our phones all day. That's yeah. what it's like. So weird. Super weird. Well, now that we busted that. Yeah. You're welcome, past. Well, you can find us on social media on Instagram or Twitter at spooky underscore spouses, or you can email us at spooky spousescast at gmail.com. Send us your stories. Maybe we'll read them online. Maybe we'll just be scared and we'll stay at home. I don't know. And be sure, because I believe most people have the day off, be sure on Twitter to let us know which New Year's Eve tradition you think would be fun for us to do. And we'll do it. Just let us know. Really banking on the pancake one. Really banking on the grapes. But you know what? We are your puppets, (laughs) everybody. We would also like to thank every single person over at Viddy Space for having us on their network. You can download the app on any phone you have or go on your computer, get 15 days for free. And we'd also like to thank everyone over at the Scavengers Network for having us and being a wonderful, supportive podcast buddy group spooky little buds also thank you so much to eli rexford chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning middle and end of our show you can find eli uh yep eli on instagram and twitter at eli who does music have him write you a song about whatever you want about your cat about he loves it about eating too much about eating yourself to literal death well until next Monday, we hope each and every one, th- this one's actually going to be sincere, have a wonderful last day of 2018, and we sincerely hope that 2019 is excellent for each and every one of you, and that you guys stick with us for the next year or two. Yeah, see you next year. See you next year, literally, probably. Well, we'll see you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. I don't know. It looks like a really skinny, <clears throat> sick god Thanos? of war. Yeah, I was going to say. Thanos. Kratos? Kratos. Who's Thanos? I don't know. Maybe another god? Okay, there was Kratos. Kratos. And then his son, Atreyu. Atreyu? No, Atreyu's from Never Any Story, right? Yeah. I thought he was Atreyu. No, he was like Weeble. Zeus is his dad. Zeus's dad. Their mom was a mortal. <laughs>